Well, hey, hey! Welcome to the Empire's Podcast with Robbie Strummy and myself, Brent Strummy. Thanks for tuning in. Unrealistically Realistic. That is the name of this podcast. And we're going to talk about where do you go? Do you go to Division 1, Division 2, Division 3, whatever sport that you might be in? We want to make sure that you are getting noticed and we want to make sure that you're making great connections with college coaches all around the country and they can do the same with you on the Empire's platform for sure. But we also don't want you to be just going after Division 1 if perhaps you have a Division 3 level, which isn't a bad thing at all. It's kind of like this. You might be some good-looking dude or a dudette, and would you ever ask out a supermodel if she's walking down the street? Do you think you have a chance with her? Well, maybe you do. Maybe you don't. Sometimes you just need to ask to yeah. get to know. So, Might Robbie, well what are we doing? Give it a shot, right? Right. Why not give it a shot? You could be the first guy that uh, got a yes from that supermodel or a yeah. girl from the guy. It's just like they say about fishing, you know, having more than one line in the water. <laughs> that, that's totally it. And so I think what happens is that we're seeing on the platform a number of our athletes are reaching out to Division One college coaches, and I don't think that's a bad thing at all. But um, I think that probably we need to be reaching out to a few more if you're an athlete, right? Yeah, I think... You know, the worst case scenario ever is to not hear back from any coach and it's right up to the next of the season and you're going in without any offers and trying to decide whether you should wait a year um, to get more recruits, uh, but that puts you a year behind, or to just go and try and walk on in a team and you might not even make the team. And if you do make the team, um, you know, you might not play for two years you know you have no idea so i think the best strategy um, would be reaching out to d1 coaches if you feel like you might have a chance but also um taking feedback from your coach from your friends who will be honest with you and if they say man i think you know d2 um maybe the best d3 teams you could make the squad um take that in you know, still reach for the stars if you want and reach out to those smaller D1 schools that you feel like you have a good chance to make. Um, but also if those coaches don't get back to you, you know, hopefully those D2, D3 coaches do. And then you at least have a plan to sit back on um, if you don't hear back from Division One. That's good. You know, in an earlier podcast, we talked about how do you reach out to coaches and what would you say and following up and all of that. Just so that you know, maybe you're new to the um, platform and new to the podcast, it's absolutely free to jump onto empires.com, and that's with a Y, by the way. And you can fill out everything about yourself your grades, your statistics, everything about you personally, and also a bunch of video. I can put as much video on there as well, and then you can send that to any college coach in the nation Division One, Two, Three, uh, NAIA, and community colleges. We have the head coach and assistant coach and recruiting coach for every college um, in the nation on there. And so you can reach out to them. And when they look at your um, profile, uh, you'll get a notification that, hey, this coach is looking at you. And then you can follow back up with that coach. So just want to apprise you of what the platform's like. And we love having new people coming on every single week, jumping on empires to try to make their dream a reality. And just one more quick thing, Robbie, what you had to say is that sometimes, and I've had friends that have done this too, that they have gone to uh, Division One small schools, Division One, and they're excited about it, but they did sit for two years before getting off that bench, and that was a killer for them 
because they're a star in high school and getting all this playing time and all this notoriety and then to sit for even one year and then two, that's really tricky. Not everybody's going to make it to the pros, so you have to think, do I want to have a phenomenal college experience and just really enjoy three or four years at that college? Well, um, be realistic about that. Just make sure that you go to a college and a level that you think, I want to play right away and continue this dream and have it be some fun. Um, so what are some other things, Robbie, when you talk about being unrealistic, you know, um, how does a person tell if they can play at Division One or Two or Three? You talked about talking to a coach possibly and maybe their friends. Uh, you probably have to talk to more than just one of your coaches, right? Probably a few people you have to reach yeah. out to. Yeah, you definitely have to talk to your coaches um, first and foremost. Um, you know, even funny enough, your teachers might have some input. Um, depending on your grades and everything because you might not be able to play at a school if your grade point average uh, isn't where it needs to be. So just a, another reminder, too, to work hard um, off the field so that you give yourself the most opportunity you can. Um, but, yeah, I think another great way is just looking around. You know, you can look at the college, for example, that you want to go to and kind of look at their stats. And you can look up players and see what they did in high school. And so you can look if you want to play basketball at the University of Minnesota, um, and you think, man, these guys, I can definitely play at their level. Cool, but also type them in, look at their high school career, and if they're averaging 35 points a game, that obviously means that just the level they're playing at um, doesn't make them stand out as much. But when they were in high school, they were the absolute standout. And so I think you got to kind of look at that and think, okay, am I that player that's scoring 35 points a game to 40 points a game like these players, or am I not? Because even the bench players for a lot of Division One teams, they were the kings of their high school, and they dominated every high school around them, and they're on the bench. And so I think all that stuff is good to factor in. Um, to think through, you know, realistically where you can play for. I think another thing to do, and just to remind players uh, all around the country that, that are listening to this, is to get out to some games. Um, you're probably near a college, and maybe you have to make an hour trip or, or two even if you have to do that. But get to a few games and be there live and in person. It's a little bit different than if you're watching it on television or just kind of getting some reports from somebody. But when you're standing there, uh, on the floor or on the fields or in the rink, you're starting to get a pretty good perspective of what kind of speed is involved. I just wanted to mention this, that I grew up in a community that had uh, ice all year round it, my, in my um, hometown. And that was a rare thing um, back in the day. And one of the things I was able to do, because it was a Canadian professional hockey school that took place in Winnipeg, also New York, and then in my hometown, and I got a job there in my ninth grade and 10th grade year, I was able to skate um, every single week with different players that would come in at different levels. And Division three hockey players would come in, and they were really good. And I would skate with them, and I thought, wow, I have a long way to go to get to Division three. And then the following week, the Division Two back then they had Division Two hockey. Those players would come in. I was like, oh my word, it's a whole nother level. These players are definitely better than the Division Three players. And then I got to skate with Division One, and it was just a monumental jump in speed and quickness, your hand-eye coordination. Most of the difference wasn't just the size of the players or anything like that. It really was about speed, and that kind of translates into almost every single sport. 
And then the beautiful thing was, even after Division One, then you got the professionals that came in and had a few opportunities to skate with professional hockey players. And I can't even um, explain exactly what level that was like. But being able to skate at every single level, you just realized that I thought I was a pretty good high school player, and I was a decent high school player, and things went pretty well, and I went on to play college and all of that. But it was really good for me just to be able to be in person and see what kind of level this was like. And so Robbie and I are really just trying to tell you that although we want you to try to look at Division One and maybe Division Two, there's nothing wrong with Division Three or NAIA or Community College. We yeah. want you to really enjoy that experience. Yeah, and I think a good thing to end on um, will be bouncing off of that, you know, another story um, that kind of makes it, I think, you or your high school to college career kind of represents the idea of unrealistically realistic. I didn't play, move on to play any college sports. Um, ended at high school, but my dad here um, went on and played at Bethel University. And was Bethel a D2 or D3 at the time? Uh, that was a D3. Okay, so that was D3. And it's kind of funny where his career ended um, with getting a look from an NHL team. Um, but then where he played college, I think you'd be like, no way does a pro team look at that. And so I just, you know, want to share this story so that it helps encourage you that, you know, if you do choose to play at a D2 or D3 school, that doesn't mean you're settling or giving up on a dream. There's plenty of opportunity if you just keep pushing at it. And so my dad wasn't necessarily getting the division one offers he might've been expecting. And so if you just want to go from there and say, what you did yeah and so when i uh, got a call from the coaches at the division three level and they said hey we love you to come play here i was coming off a knee injury and a few things like that too that made me think i just not sure if i want to do this and i wasn't sure what that kind of level was i wasn't trying to be haughty about the whole thing but i was kind of hoping for division one and so then i thought wow okay division three what's that really like and then when i went to um, bethel college at the time now bethel university uh, i was amazed at the skill level of some of these players um, even though there's a jump between Division Three and Two and One and NAIA and community college and such, it's not as dramatic as you would think. But one of the things that we've talked about even on the podcast is that if you want to really excel at whatever level it is, you have to have a good game, really a good game day in and day out. When you start looking at Division One hockey players and basketball players and baseball and golf, whatever, they generally have good games all the way through. They don't really have a very poor game very often. But when you start going down in the levels a little bit, they might have a really great game, and then a couple games that aren't very good, and so then they have another really good game and such. Yeah, so they might be just as skilled, just the inconsistency. Yep, it's, it's probably that. And you know what? The Division One players, maybe they're more gifted. Or maybe they've just spent maybe an hour or two extra every single day that the other players didn't want to put in, and that just elevates you to the next level. But I want to tell you that I formed incredible friendships on that Division Three hockey team that I mm -hmm. still have, still talk to those players all the time. It helped mold me to who I, was, um, who I am today. Mm -hmm. Had a great experience there and enjoyed the coaches and everything. And so all my hopes and dreams of being Division One or professional hockey, after a while you just kind of dismiss all that stuff because you just love the relationships that you have. Wherever you are going to land mm -hmm. at a college, it's, it's going to be the sport that will be fun, but it's going to be the relationships and your teammates and coaches that will make the difference and what you'll remember for the rest mm -hmm. of your life yeah and I went to Bethel University as well and like I was saying you know your career ended with an injury um, but you probably weren't expecting you know once you went to a division three college to ever hear from an NHL team at all and then you also had a guy on your team that went on to play minor hockey 
And I look at Bethel University football right now. They have guys that are on the practice squad for the Vikings. Um, there's Division Three baseball players um, in the Bethel Conference called the MIAC that have gone on to play pro. So I just think, you know, when you go to a D3 school, you have to realize that that doesn't limit you from being able to move on from there. No, no, that's for sure. Um, This is good, Rob. Uh, I like this uh, whole concept of being unrealistically realistic. And so shoot high like you talked about and don't feel that you're ever settling. Just enjoy the next step of playing at the college level, no matter what level it is. Yeah, it's incredible to play at the college level. Like no matter what, there's... So many kids, what is it, 7, 7% of kids move on to play college yeah, the, sports? Yeah, the college sports, yeah. You're one of the lucky 7% that can say, I w- was good enough to play at this next level. So just be, you know, happy about that first off. And, you know, like we were just saying with reaching for the stars, still do that, but also reach out to as many coaches as possible at every level so you always have an option if it, you don't hear back from a Division One coach. Um, that's good. Let's end it right there, Robbie. Thanks for uh, helping on this podcast. And everybody, thanks for tuning in. Feel free to share this on any social media platform that you can. We want to get the news out there so your friends, family members, and even strangers out there across this incredible country have a chance to play at the next level. Thanks for tuning in to Empires. Yep, thanks. Thanks.